system so that we can take children at a very young age before we create that duality in order to do that you have to find those people who are naturally like that then easy before you can do that with the children you must already have gone through that state you know where you whereby you realize yourself you realize yourself then you can say that maybe it is possible or let's see let's see if let's see if it is like that even Let's see if it is like that. I was wondering if we could bring it somehow to the mainline education, the mainstream education, so that every child has to go through this at the age of four, five, six. Yes, but where would the incentive come from? The incentive would have to come from the, from those or who would lead it. It would have to be those who somehow. I mean, based on that, based on your 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 uh, supposition. No? They would have to be by beings who are themselves awake and who feel inclined or feel like, yes, this is what should be done. If that is the human condition, you see. This is a, it's an interesting question, you see, because you would say that, why don't we train the children from their, from their very, very young? Is, is, it, is it really a reality? Because... Uh, Either really the ignorance of man originates with man as a conscious, you know, like that he is an autonomous being. If human beings are really an autonomous being that uh, that create even their own state, human beings create their own state. Or I said before, the human being is itself uh, an expression of consciousness. It is not the controller of consciousness. So there is a human being who controls consciousness. They are themselves the the outcome of the expression of consciousness somehow. I totally agree with you. The cosmic bit has to be with it. But systematically, we at least have a system of going through. Uh, and and if we try to do it with everybody, uh, maybe the cosmic bit will be with a few more people. And we need every single more individual that can come into this way of life, that, uh, and that can then, uh, you know. And there is the, the 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 famous tipping point. Research shows that once you get to sixteen percent, you get into a snowball effect, mm -hmm. and it rolls over. So a each each realized individual goes out and then affects the energy affects few people around and then. So if we can do something at a different stage than starting at the age of you know fifty or fifty-five or sixty, when you're ready for you know fertilizing daffodils anyway very soon, uh, it it may be 
maybe uh, but it is a theory it is it is purely a, a, a theory and i think the education system given that it's completely broken anyway it's not taking us anywhere and it's taking us in the wrong direction it needs to be changed into a discovering system mm. where children can go out and they can discover things because once they discover something they remember it for a lifetime when they are taught whether it's mathematics or physics and if somebody wants to dance then they should be allowed to dance if somebody wants to sing they should be allowed to sing they should not be told oh but dancing will not make a living for you so please come here and learn mathematics or become a doctor or it become depends. can i say something because very radical things um it depends on whether what is your philosophy about life actually if you think that the purpose of life is to come and to discover your human potential, what you can do, what you can learn, and so on, and uh, develop that and become, you know, really find your thing as a human being, and, uh, to maybe then would come more great poets and uh, scientists and great, you know, more prolific, um, because these are people who have um, an orientation from early. And then come to what we conceive of as a human potential much more quickly and much more in alignment with what we we feel is the standard of you know good functioning humanity or something like that. That's one kind of outlook. My seeing is that that's not our purpose. Your highest purpose is to to know what you are, to understand this universe, without having to go to university, even or school, even. But school is a part of it. This is not my thing. I can't say this is my projection or nothing. But just from what I've seen, to then say, well, yes, children should be like this or like that. I feel the universe is taking care of it, even in the really poor-looking hands it seems to be in. It is still a universal drive. Like we talk about all the businesses who are succeeding at the moment. It was a different outlook. Whatever our theories are, all the businesses that are succeeding at the moment is because somehow they are succeeding because of consciousness. Because they are meant to be like this for now. When they fail, they are meant to fail at that end for now. And those who you know, can have great ideas and put a tremendous amount of money and put everything in, and we'll go for a little bit and then burn out. I don't feel these are in human hands, really. I think it's true that there's a deeper evolution inside, which doesn't have the the evolutionary uh, models in the f- on on the on the physical or material um, desktop. You know, to say, okay, look, this is a human being. She's a fantastic ballerina. But still, uh, not awake to the truth. But now we come back to this thing. Is it like that? That we have a philosophy, an outlook that you know, on one hand, human life, the human, the whole human play could be a lot on a higher level of human development and. You know, a great expanding mind and learning so much more about the universe, and there are people dedicated to to that model as the standard of education for for everyone. Uh, 
how much you can learn more about things and whatever it is, and how much <coughs> that your knowledge will somehow feed that mainstream thinking and, and, and carry it on. But I feel a human being who have studied all these things, who haven't who don't know the self. I don't I don't I, I, I see no no real value from from I don't see any real value. I, I'm I'm totally with you, sir. Mm. All, all I'm trying to say, can you imagine the ballerina mm. who has also realized herself, what mm. that combination would give her? It is a lovely model, you know, <laughs> but it doesn't really work because the ballerina also becomes so deeply attached to ballet. You see, this is this 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 is the thing. We we have this thing. We're not far from here. We have a spiritual a community, and they attract a lot of people. Yeah, they have this. Uh, there are people who have spent a certain amount of time in India. They've been in Pune, and they've developed a certain kind kind of. A synthesis of different teachings, and they say that you know basically they like they have this thing where they say they are creating these 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 doors these for opening to release these awakened beings into the planet and so on, and it seems very attractive and thing like this, and they do good things as well too because they they have done a lot of research on. On, on recycling things, on really u- re- using the resource of the sun for for cooking, for light, for for you know agriculture, so many things they're doing. But it's a very mental place, mm-hmm. and very con- very contorted mm-hmm. about where are these where are these beings going to come from because uh, nobody there is enlightened enough to 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 guide such beings. It's just a, some some. Uh, kind of pseudo attractive uh, uh, philosophy that attracts people, but maybe for the wrong reasons, on some level as well too. And I'm sure there are lots and lots of outlook. I say yes if uh, if there's a movement for that, and I feel it. It has to be also energetic for me. It cannot just be something on paper for me. Yes. I'd have to. I'd, I'd meet the people and see if they if they carry the fragrance of that divinity in them. That's the only way it could really work. Otherwise, it's not going to work. It's just going to be another thing, another bluff, another batch of well-intentioned uh, things or people who have come together to make this group of um, um, let's all the religions get together and talk and so on. We have one group in uh, in London, very close to where I live. I went there. They invited me there. It's the most boring place in the world. <laughs> it's the most boring place in the world. Hello, how are you? And what religion are you? Oh, yeah, it's very good, very good. We had a friend of mine who went to, and he said, "Oh my God, you just have to escape from this because again, it's another thing. It gets, it gets finances from the government. It has this kind of, this kind of stuff. But, but when you're there, it doesn't have the warmth and the strength and the depth." To make it something that it just doesn't have it, so it has to be some energetic uh, investment from the consciousness. The consciousness must have sent it, and then somehow you can say, but then if consciousness doesn't allow it, well, it couldn't be. Well, actually, it allows it. It creates it because it's also an expression, maybe that people have to try. 
to then say that it's not this. It, it, you cannot bring the people together and make them work like this. It has to go inside. It has to be something inside. The seeing has to come from inside. Now, I don't give up on that idea that, yes, I mean, if there were um, some, I don't even want to say movements, you know, I don't even know what to say about that. I find in the world as it is, with its all mixed up, funny, strange, idiosyncratic ways, maybe it's a fertile soil for awakening on some level. The people become so. Project so much they try so and it's not working. The human thing has never worked. That philosophy that arises in consciousness that a human being can shape their own way and make a life that works. It has never worked, and can only work when somehow it is aligned with the heart's energy and vibration. It, it just cannot work. It's never worked, and so on. That's one of the lessons we have to find. That it has to be that you 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 have to become whole, and I can't say well, yeah. If this happened, then we produce a lot more enlightened beings or so on. I told you the example of what happened to this this child who who went to this house, who said, you know, how do I know that I'm not already in heaven and that all of this is a dream? A few years later, embarrassed. I feel maybe that's his idea that if in school or somewhere there was a little bit of Advaita consciousness or something like that, mm. maybe he wouldn't be embarrassed. Mm. Or maybe not in school, because if it's in school, it's not cool. <laughs> and as a teacher, I agree with that. I mean, I can see the conditioning in school is really mm. to put you in a box. Human beings have never been in control of the world, mm. and they're not in control of themselves either. We are looking a very different way. We are looking again with the same. Um, even the ones who seem like they are, they are trying to counteract this, they are still in this. They are still part of the same. They are still in the sea of the mind. They are still in the sea of the mind. It's not like that. It's not like that. It's my good news actually. It's not like that. The human being is not at it. Is you have to heighten your seeing. It's it. If you start to look, take the take the person out of it, take the person out of it, and let's let, let's go and look at things to do with consciousness and mind. Let's we can start like that. How these things are are flowing from the position of like mind, more creative aspect of consciousness, and uh, that also uh, how what starts. I mean, did are human beings the 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 top of the food chain in terms of consciousness. I mean, are we the, the, the you know are we the ones who are controlling? Because if we are, then everything is doomed. In fact, <laughs> it is just not like that. I think somehow the consciousness plays a game with itself. That when it manifests in the instrument of a human being, it plays as autonomy. It just plays as a kind of autonomy, and through that autonomy, uh, it develops a kind of arrogance when it believes I am this. That's part of the theatre of consciousness, and it starts to then, you know, almost like through that way, it it creates uh, a projection of a life that is that that it creates through its projections, as opposed to some of being in a synchronicity with a cosmic unfolding. The cosmic unfolding is a life that's still there, is there, 
but through the mind, like the example I gave of uh, going to pick up these things from my 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 mother and having in my mind that I'm there Sunday, and though the actuality of the seeing would confirm, but this is not Sunday, this is Saturday, but that was override. I override that because the projection was stronger. In the same way, our personal, you know, cultured projection seems to be to to blind us to our cosmic uh, existence. Mm-hmm. While we have of that drive, because the education and the sense that you know this is in the from the place of consciousness. Because for me, you're talking in terms of human beings. Human beings is not really anything big deal for me. It's not really we. You lift it up so high, and it's nothing. It's just a mischief maker, basically, a functioning of consciousness like this. And by itself, it also doesn't have the answers to itself. Let's look at it from the place of consciousness. That the consciousness is playing like that, that it has to perpetuate its own duality making, and that the way that it does it is by creating this sense, like you know, of um, a sense of autonomy. Based upon the the idea of a a person who can do their own thing, who have the idea in the mind that if I I can live my own dream, I can it can I can make it work, and it and it's just inbuilt. It can never work, and that it will go to a point until it it really just breaks down. It just begins to disintegrate. That projection disintegrates, and comes back again into the eyes open up to the cosmic uh, actuality. This is the whole play of the, the the human thing. To think that somehow this is why I was saying that it's like the characters inside the book trying to decide what is the destiny of the next mm-hmm. chapter. Mm-hmm. It, it's just it is just a dream in their minds. And that dream in their mind is the dream in the author's mind. And somehow you have to say that the consciousness is the author of the existence you call life. Now, this is not something that people can just exp- uh, some they they through various ways of uh, experiencing and and they've contemplated a bit and they may just catch the fragrance of it and say hey, something there's something that resonates I can't say what it is but something here resonates with that but maybe I just don't understand your words or whatever they may say like this but it's very difficult because we were talking about education the consciousness in the form of a human being educated in a certain kind of with a certain kind of programming trying to function outside of that program they can't they will say yeah i understand they will put arguments and say yes yes you know i if it was me i would do it but they can't step out of their programming not yet until they reach a humbleness of heart that can open up the consciousness to a broader expression they're in a kind of human groove thinking and they can say yes let's try it this way but as soon as i try another way they feel like it's not in what they call their heart they don't have the power to sustain a projection and and this is why somehow i feel it is all perfect it is all perfect from that place of looking why is it perfect it's not perfect from the human you know sort of what i call spiritual fantasy or you know political fantasy which is like if we all did this we nobody would have to starve and we would all be sort of like fine is that we're never going to be fine even if that was the case and there was no person rich no person poor no nobody was sick and everybody just got what they want it would be a miserable world it would be a miserable world because you need that friction to grow inside you see it's not that all and also you'll be lost because you don't have if all your projections could come true 
you would have no aspirations for truth. We already, even with our retarded way of thinking, <laughs> still maintain our arrogance that you know we are there, man. We're there. We, 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 that is the that is something that is a clear demonstration that uh, the human being is completely uh, on one level the concept that consciousness creates of itself and in the human portrait um it's uh, is a bit of a joke actually it is and i don't mean that in a cynical way only it is we are a bit of a joke because we pretend to be far greater than we are okay and uh, and if we were we would not have the need to dominate or to control other beings you see actually we don't really control we are living in the illusion of control on the higher level this is all some divine game somehow that that consciousness is playing with itself this is why when you wake up you have a sense but wow oh, and you can see the idiosyncrasies of the mind you can see how the dream is made because you're going to continue living amongst people who are still in the dream mindset and who thinks like this you see but what will happen is that to meet a human being whose life is the evidence of truth as i said before not that other people necessarily uh believe in that truth it is not truth is not something you actually even believe in in fact truth is not something you believe in it only you can discover because the truth as many people use this, the term truth is to do with their concept of truth mm-hmm. and what suits them at the time or something until you discover you cannot know because it cannot be just some holy sacred cluster of concepts that you maintain it cannot be that no human being has been they, they will constantly be changing our value system all the time and truth is not a concept the truth is the is the living living being so all these things i watch you going uh, and i see that somehow you don't have the power to go with it actually this is your good fortune because you cannot produce even credible projected concepts because uh, you, you know because it hasn't worked for you now we're going to sell this on to other other beings it's a good thing that we can't because there are some people who are far more enthusiastic and have the drive to follow that thing and a much more cruel projection of the world and they seem to have more energy than you to do it you see what makes that is my god if you look only on one level at the level that we are flesh and blood and we are conditioning and we are the people we think we are and there's them and us and so on that is a very limited field there are other layers that we're not seeing the inner development of a human being is much more important than the outer sure but the outer reflects a little bit the inner we say things but we do differently this has been the the game of our the hypocrisy of the human human concept actually so only i feel actually that satsang or uh, searching for the truth beyond the the limited conditioning of what we call a human being to plunge backwards again into into our original self original being guided by those who have done it who is that because that brings 
results now first in you and then somehow it spreads faster than you can speak because the environment set up just by the the radiance of of pure presence already is having a sort of impact already creating influences inspirations change in in not just human beings only also because in a way also the the animals are part of it everything is part of it the environment the the air also i don't i don't mean just the phenomenal air the 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 spiritual air because you can go sometimes in some cities and after walking around half an hour you're completely drained because the energy is a sucking you know just debilitating energy and in another place it's invigorating maybe you have more noise but it's more invigorating because the the, the psychic noise is different where there's more more satric um you know presence and energy then somehow it's more supportive in terms of uh, what i would call the true qualities of human being the compassion understanding the joy the wisdom a sense of unity supports that you cannot just teach people here put a helmet on their head change their orientation make them into enlightened beings it's just a big joke you cannot do that a power is taking care of it far better than human beings can and it's always on the increase but you cannot see that because many times what where you're looking from and your standard of assessment is very different from the actuality of what life is i said to you in satsang many times i see people laughing and you think they're laughing but i see they're crying people go and everybody's going ha 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 because they think you're laughing with them but i feel a pain and i know that pain i feel it inside coming from them and i see people crying and i see that they're release is a relief and people are coming to rub their shoulders and say they're better off than you so even energetically we're not corresponding with life on a truthful level we don't know so superficial i said uh, not long ago there was huge tsunami in certain parts of the world and long before the insects start to move the birds start to move the monkeys start to go up and all the things the crabs are walking backwards going up some place all everything is moving except human being <laughs> we sit there drinking the uh, you know coca cola and chips and stuff because we are not in tune with a cosmic vibration at all you know so much in the head just in the head so our intuitive powers are dampened you know it's not we're not alive not not intuition you know we think that you know you just talk to each other's heads heads talk into heads and and exchanging information this is the world uh, as it is but the bottom line the final word is not with the human being thankfully that your salvation doesn't depend on the next person what they think about you or not a deeper power is there most people are not aware of it but the more you become aligned with your own truth then that invisible presently 
becomes visible to you. And what is for the ignorant person, what is visible to them? What is visible to them is invisible to a sage. What is visible to the sage is invisible to the ignorant person. It's better we give up all those things and become empty. You are not doing the world a disservice. In fact, you are so much helping it by being empty. Because at least if you are empty, you are available to the Supreme Energetic Expression. When we are full, we are just projecting and saturating the, the environment with this sort of strange energies that we carry. And the West is crippling, actually. We we lift ourselves up like, you know, we are the policemen of the world or you know, we are you know, we are the minds of the world or something. But we are in big trouble actually, in terms from the human point of view. Underneath that that trouble is necessary because it will bring us a little bit further on into a state of humility, and the humility will produce a openness. The openness will bring in insight and these are vast changes in the universe. We're not talking about hundreds by hundreds. You're talking about changes that can affect millions of beings. But Muji, uh, um, do you feel the difference between, like you said, east and west, and uh, energetically? It's changing. I mean, you slowly. You've been traveling, so. Mm. There is a difference energetically. The, yeah, the, the, well, the culture is different. The, the focuses are different. There's more space, in a way, for hmm, uh, to allow the human beings um, to be energetically closer, to be more true with themselves. You see, then our ways, which are so sophisticated and so on and so on, and we are so out of touch. With, with genuine human expression, we are becoming more like robots. And disconnection with nature. With the, the, the disconnection, the expression, the disconnection with, with, with nature is like we forget that we are nature also, that there is a broad understanding that takes in even the movement of the animals and the birds. And so. There is an understanding that, 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 that sees the one, the one stream, the one thread going through all sentient expressions. We're talking about you know tribal you know beliefs and so on, which is still a bit limited and 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 this no. And also sometimes I remember someone asking me, you know, the people who are really into like the 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 solstice and the, the ley lines and so on, are they much more close to realizing the truth than say, someone in the in the city in the stock exchange? I said no, they're not. Sometimes more difficult, because someone from the stock exchange has no no kind of perhaps no conscious connection with spirituality but may have the openness to 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 look and, and to feel a response where sometimes people who are have very strong spiritual conditioning are very narrow and very tight it's like if it doesn't smell like what they are used to they they block it mm. so it's just a question of openness you see and this is why, from this point of view, I talk with the children. I say, with the children, there's a kind of openness uh, there. And if you can get in early, I used to go to school. We used to be invited to school, Catholic schools and stuff like that. Uh, one particularly, I was going to from time to time and do workshops with children. My workshops was just really 
telling stories because you know I used to tell stories and stuff and spiritual stories that impart to them an understanding that they could enjoy through listening to 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 them and so like like in you know, a story of zoom zoom and all of these things we we shared with them and they are they are completely riveted in this in in the listening and and after they are participating and so on you know there's something you cannot take Remove from children altogether. There's something in them, even the street one. If you get them in the right tune, if you don't try and come only from where you're coming from, as a, if you're not tight in your cultural mind and you are open enough, you can meet them. There's a place behind the facade because it's all facade. I'm not talking e- even the limited attention span. It's just like a kind of drug, a kind of psychic drug, a kind of culturing. And uh, this very fast uh, information passages and so on creates that, but it hasn't damaged the human, the core of the human spirit. It hasn't damaged it. It's just this created huge lines of dis- distortions in the 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 sort of mental and emotional energies, but in the core, no, they're not damaged. And this is why this is again great news for us. No matter however damaged you may think you are. It is only in the realm of the personality and the mindset, mm. and these these can change so 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 powerfully, and sometimes that's where the Buddha is going to come from, from somebody who has gone through tremendous uh, strains and so on, but who is resilient, and who has the the clarity of mind to to see, and we don't know what is the best environment. For growth, depending on what on what region of growth you're talking. If you're talking about a growth that looks nice in our eyes, that people look more smart, much more cooperative, much more, you know, everybody is taking care of that. That's one level and standard uh, of conditioned expectations of what growth is. On another level, you might need a much dirtier place to be, to grow more inside. You understand? We have a lot of people. Who uh, in Brixton, where I'm living, and at a certain time, we were very much, you know, uh, so much prejudice against Brixton, because always some trouble coming from there. That's where the revolts are. The people said, "No, no, enough. We're going to fight with the police and so on." No, so then some of the other ones, you know, we're leaving. We go to places like Milton Keynes and whatever, and it's more safe. And, what. and then you find that uh, after a couple of years. They are coming back to Brixton every Saturday because there's no life there where they go. <laughs> they go to lovely garden and stuff. The neighbor, hello, hello, darling, and there's no life. But they chose that because they had a, an idea that you know. But this is a better life. I'm looking for a better life for my children, which turns out to be a boring life <laughs> out there. You know, everybody's pulling their curtains closed. What life is that? You see. So sometimes uh, very challenging, intense environments. Help us to dive more deeper inside, you know. So when you look with that, with a newer understanding, a fresher understanding of things, then the world kind of like you know actually maybe it's not so bad actually because on so many levels there's evolution, there's evolution of consciousness that has to be like this. And some you move closer and you move, you understand. I remember one woman in Brixton. Outside the underground station, I saw these these kids where she had stopped on her bicycle, left the bicycle outside the shop, 
she looked like a kind of grown, you know, woman in her thirties, going inside uh, this supermarket to get some stuff, and then the, these kids, like about twelve of them, maybe like you know between like the ages of twelve and sixteen, <coughs> they started to pick up her bike and sort of like pull off her lights and stuff like this, and it looked very cruel. And she came out. Oh, what are you doing? Oh, no, no. And after a while, at first, the, the 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 initial reaction is, you know, why are they picking on this woman? She's just uh, innocent. That's that's your mindset, is. But as you stay a little bit, observe a little bit, because I'm always usually the first one to go into things and just say, hey, enough of this or something. But just watching, and you see that energetically, something in her is calling this attention. It's calling this trouble. But if you look on the surface, you know, with your you know magazine mind, you don't see that. You think, oh, it is such a painful world. It's so cruel. An innocent girl. You say, well, you don't know if it's innocent. What is the innocence you see? Sometimes energetically, we are we are pulling certain forces towards us, and they have because sometimes you don't see by yourself. It's the consciousness has to create. A living scenario of what's going inside your mind, and act it out, because that's the way in which then you can. Aha! So that's what's happening. You know, somebody beats you up or something. Then it's much more effective than you studying how to get out of something for three years. One good beating, boom, boom, two minutes, <coughs> a mugging, and that <coughs> that quality is gone. You wouldn't choose it beforehand. You see. This widening of understanding of consciousness gives you great rest and reassurance and trust in life also. Having said that, don't go to the other extreme, which is to feel that well, life is taking care of life anyway. Somebody is being beaten up on the street and you walk past them and saying, Well, I mean, no, it's not really I don't need to do that because the right person will come to do this. You see, this is the discernment, and it takes mm, not just a kind of uh, an awareness, but it takes a love, and that love is going to come to you the more you go into the real understanding, because you'll be able, you'll be unable to walk past someone and just disregard their suffering, because you see them like your sister. This is your mother. This could be your mother. This could be your 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 cousin. This could be your daughter. This could be your son. This could be your father. This could be your best friend. And nobody's there for them except you. You're just not able to take it out of your mind. Immediately, this compassion rises inside you. And still, at the same time, there's a discernment that sometimes no, just leave it for a minute. Just let it cook a bit more. On so many subtle streams. Is the consciousness flowing? Who can keep up? Only the one who is empty. Only the one who is empty. The one who is full has already got projections. And if you've got projections, you're out of synchronicity. You without you. Something is moving. And this is the life that I'm calling, uh, inviting you to open up a little bit. Don't just learn the words of it. Just start to feel the vibration. I tell you, rather than teaching you from the highest scriptures, I'd rather just align you with your correct vibration. This is something I really want to share. Rather than teaching you word for word, which is not natural, 
get you in synchronicity with the cosmic vibration. And everything I'm saying with words, you'll understand intuitively. This is what I know. And it's another great news, because otherwise you can't follow. I told a story. Um, a master goes out with four of his close students, no? And they arrive at the bottom of a, a hill, steep hill. The master says, We're going up this hill, pay attention. Pay attention to my every step. And he starts to walk, and they're walking behind him. And every every stone he puts his foot on, they put their foot on the stone and they're walking, imitating. Halfway up, one of them just starts to move by, by himself, taking his own stone, moving along. Okay, the others became very upset with him. They said, Look at him, you know. How arrogant! The master say, "Follow my steps," and he's going off on his own like this, and they are getting all upset with him. Look, who does he think he is? You know, I should tell the master, "No, no, don't, 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 it's not you." And they're arguing like this. <clears throat> then they got to the top, and the master stopped, and they're there, and he says, "Well done, you know. Well done." But one of them said, "I can't. I can't. He couldn't contain." He says, "Sir, sir, I, can I say something?" Yes. Yeah? What is it? Says, I'm afraid that you know, this him, him. He was following for a while, and then he just started to do his own thing, and it was just disgusting for me. I, I couldn't, because you ask us to follow you. And he turned. He says, "Yes, I know." He says, "Let's go back down. Let's go back down twenty meters." You go back down twenty meters and show me my steps. I watch you. And none of them could do it. <laughs> he said, "This one followed me, but but how?" He said, "Because he fo- he walked and he imitated me for a while, until he found my understanding. And with this understanding, he moved in my spirit. It appeared he go his own way." But he's moving in my spirit, in the spirit of truth. You're only imitating. You're only imitating. I tell you, go back only twenty meters and and take my steps again. You cannot do it. So you only imitate, but he understand. Imitation is okay up to a point, but understanding is vital. Understanding, understanding makes you free. You can go in any direction, and you're still in the truth. The one who imitates can't do that. One, two, three, four, five, six. Seven. Repeat. Oh, one, two. No, you made it wrong. Okay, sorry. One, no, you made it wrong. They can't do it, because it never sink in. It didn't become intuitive. It didn't become true, truly understood. You see. So this, this must stop being just imitating. It has to be that somehow you go into synchronicity. You must understand also energetically. And the only way you can understand energetically, because you cannot repeat and duplicate 
anything energetically. It's always free. It's always fresh, and it's always true, because it comes from the intuitive emptiness. You see, the other one is coming from mind. So when you change the step, he's lost. These are the people who say, "But yesterday you said this, and now you're saying that. Yeah, and tomorrow I'm going to be saying something else, contrary to today, perhaps in your ears." But the one who understands me knows every time I speak, it is correct in that context. You see, this is the difference. If you are a person who is just learning life, that's why I say I'm not a teacher. I'm not interested in teaching anything. I'm not interested in you just being a student. You must discover something. This is why, rather than teach you, okay, when you do this, this is what you should do. No, I said no, 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 no. Remember, just remember and be the awareness. What does it mean to be the awareness? Did you start to be the awareness? No, not be, but remain as the awareness. Then something begins to grasp and understand intuitively uh, what it is. This is the higher way, not just imitating. Be in the spirit of the truth, and then any words you speak is in alignment with that spirit. So I say always, you know, forget about everything. Forget about it. People are getting more tight, more tight, like putting a cork inside the bottle until it starts to squeak. Throw it away. Throw it away. Throw it away. It's no use to you. I want you to be free range. Be completely open. Find that emptiness. Don't try and rehearse your lines. Don't rehearse any lines. I don't want anybody rehearsing any line. I want you to be in the spirit of being, and speak from the spirit of being. That is fresh. Then you will also surprise yourself, because you will speak words you never spoke before sometime. You will, you will also listen to yourself speaking, and think, that is good. <laughs> Because it comes uh, in, in some fresh way, <coughs> then leave God to care for the world. Because the world is not just one thing. Infinite streams, infinite potentials of, of perceiving. It is not an object that is unchanging. Also, the object is changing. And the perceiving's apparent subject, who also shares some objectivity, is also changing. So what can be fixed, you see? I like to feel someone when they are empty. So off with your head. Speak without your head. Something deep inside knows this. The mind feels, oh, what cruel words, but the heart knows what love. I said before, the Sadhguru's grace throws you out of yourself and enters your absence.
No one can help the world, so to speak, if you don't have peace inside your heart, if you don't have love. And I don't mean just affectionate love, wise love, broad love, broad eyes that can see from several perspectives simultaneously also. Everything else seems to have a flaw. Something's a flaw. Something there, not there. Then the world cannot can sometimes change in such tremendous ways, not ten by tens, but hundreds and thousands by hundreds and thousands can happen, because you are in synchronicity with a with a grand wave. You know, not just with little things. Also, little things also. But no one can comprehend. You know. The mind of the Supreme. Nobody can do it. The mind, as I said before, imitates, tries its best to imitate the self. The self must discern the difference. Here is where awakened beings must come out of this place. Cannot be a dream center. Awakened beings must rise up out of this place, because there is no other concern here but done for that, for the realization of the truth. And I put it that it's not difficult. It's not a question of difficulty. You see. At a certain point, your attention turns away from your little self. Stop protecting, comforting the little self. If there is a little self, oh, beyond imagination, and then you are entirely free. You see, when we speak about these things, when I have the chance to really share these things with you, and I feel that I know, on some level, that it must somehow be entering into the mainstream mm-hmm. of the consciousness, my soul just every cell of my being is singing with joy. I can't tell you, and yours have to be, because there is such a harmony. When the mind just relaxes back into emptiness again, I'm sure the, the angels in heaven are singing. They are happy. They are happy. They have enough party with just joy. That some understanding is reaching. Some understanding is happening. You see, rather than our own projection of our own private mythologies, but that understanding is taking place, which is not just mental, but has its own energetic. Approval. Then you can move about on this land or some other land or some place, but your actions won't be so consequential. 
they they will carry grace. Even when the sage is angry with you, you know, it's a blessing. If he hits you with a broom, it's your your thank you. You have to be grateful. Your heart knows it somehow, isn't it? You see. Because every expression is an an act of love. The only concern, their only concern, is that you're free from the from this um, craving, free from the the hypnosis of conditioning. And one awakened being is equal to thousands of ignorant people. Because they can affect the mind, take the mind to a very higher level of consciousness. Sure.